Hey everybody, the second round of the NBA playoffs is in full effect. Phoenix Suns fans, gotta enjoy it while it's happening. Wow, this is Gary, another episode of Hoops and Cards. I've I've had so many thoughts over these last four days. Life's been a little crazy, but I'm super excited to be back with you. Another episode today, five buys for the NBA playoffs. And some of these, a couple of them are going to be obvious. I, I am sometimes Captain Obvious, but it's exciting to see it unfold in real time and the the superstars that are that are ready to shine on these big stages and also some of the the lottery ticket you know the lower price the guys maybe you've never heard of there's a couple of those i'm just saying in this this time where sports cards they are down in fact they might seem down because a lot of the ways people measure prices are are based on ebay comps and uh you know but we'll talk about that card values second round of the playoffs couple of fearless predictions. Okay, maybe I'm not that confident, but I'm still going to make my picks, all right? Let's get it. So, yeah, welcome back to Hoops and Cards 5 Buys episode. As we head to the second round of the NBA playoffs, have you guys not enjoyed, are you not entertained by this uh, incredible first round we've just had? And and then, boy, to watch Game 7 and see the Clippers. Yeah, that was and uh, super pumped for the Clippers. I wanted to see Luca. I think a lot of us who follow sports cards wanted to see Luca because advancing into the playoffs is kind of already built in his prices. So I don't even, it's kind of too fresh for me to comment on Luca's values. Although I feel like I should do a whole episode this week about Luca and LeBron. The ballad of Luca and LeBron. And uh, is it going to be Giannis soon? I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with the guys that were all awesome on top of the world you know, card market wise, just a few weeks ago or just a couple months ago. Now here we're dealing with Luca is eliminated. You know, Zion didn't even get here. John Morant has been eliminated. And uh, we're, we're going to have conversations about Michael Porter Jr. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the five buys that I've got for this, you know, these next few rounds. But uh, it is a thrill, you guys, to watch these games. It is, it is if you're an NBA fan, must see TV. If, if you're a card collector slash investor, I, I don't know what to tell you because we've got a market that is, for the cards, it's mostly down from what it was in February and early March. And you can add that to a lot of different things. In fact, I would refer, refer you to uh, Sports Cards Investor with uh, Jeff Wilson, did an episode a couple days ago about that. Like, why or why are the cards down or how long will they be down? And uh, there's a thousand reasons. It's just a strange mix of a lot of us are spending money outside, you know, going on vacations or having fun or just getting back to the real world post-quarantine uh, maybe. and Or actually going and spending our card money like, like you and I are at card shows or at events or at card stores now that everything is open. And those transactions, those sales and the prices that I paid for those cards... Nobody's keeping track of that. Like that's not recorded somewhere in some graph or some chart that somebody can tell you this card is up 46% since two years ago. Like it's, it sort of renders a lot of our market measuring things 
uh, incomplete because a lot of the best deals are happening at, at the big shows. And that's fun, but that also doesn't give us a lot of um, clarity or assurance on what, what are my cards worth? You know, what are your cards worth? I'm, I wouldn't say I'm nervous about that. I would just say I'm uncertain because I don't know if any of you had collected cards when you were young. We had to wait until the next issue of Beckett Baseball or Beckett Basketball Card Monthly came out. And that, whatever that, that month said that card was worth, that's what it was worth, you know, for the next four weeks. And uh, you'd wait to see your next Beckett. Now it's like I can look at eBay comparisons and see what this is sold for. You know, the last few sales of a LeBron James 2003 Topps Chrome Rookie PSA 10. You can see what it is sold for, but that's only on eBay or that's only on Starstock if you measure that, or it's only on ComC or some other online platform. This has never been able to easily measure or tell you what, what things are sold for in a store, what they're sold for on Facebook groups or Discord groups, what they sell for at card shows. I mean, so so I guess it's not as much of a science or a stock market as a lot of us, when we think about ourselves as investors in this, boy, it would be nice. It'd be nice to measure and know every sale. That's one of the benefits, I guess, of things like Top Shot. NFTs where you can see a sales history. This exact item was bought and sold eight times for these different prices. Well, you can't tell that with my, you know, Donovan Mitchell 2017 Prism PSA 9 bait. You can't tell what it was sold for the last four times. I don't know. I know that I bought it for whatever a year ago on eBay, I think I paid 40 bucks raw and it's at PSA now. Hoping for a 10 PSA. I know you've got time, right? There's time to go change that. Uh, but I, I would say we're in an uncertain time. It's not as down as we might feel it is. And I would say the same about February. It wasn't as up, wasn't as high as we think it is. But lots of interest, certainly. These, these events like the National and card shows and everybody watching or creating content online, shout out to all of you for listening. Um, people are listening to this podcast and we're just three months old from all over the world. And I'm like, all right, let's keep talking, you know, um, keep DMing me. Uh, I am out of town, so I'm not able to send. I had a couple of you say, hey, are you still giving out free Steph Curry cards? Because if you are, I'm, I'm taking you up on it. Well, the answer is I'm not. I did to them and I would for you. So DM me a message. I won't have Steph cards, but I'll have somebody else send me a direct message. I'll send you a card just with your address and, and whatever. Um, I'll just say you won't be disappointed. You, I'm not going to make you rich, but you won't be disappointed. And, uh, so DM me hoops and cards on Instagram at hoops and cards. All right. So five buys, let's start with a lottery ticket. And when I say lottery ticket, I mean, you could spend a buck you could spend two bucks. You could buy three, four, five of these cards for cheap. And next week you could be laughing about it. Next week you could be smiling or sending me a message and saying, Hey Gary, uh, I had never heard of that dude. And then you mention him. And the next night he scored 30 points off the bench in a playoff game. And the cards just like quadrupled on me. That could happen, and it's crazy how it's been happening. And I'll tell you who I'm not saying right now. I'm not saying Bryn Forbes, because I'm nervous about Milwaukee right now. I I'm rooting for the Bucks. I do. You know, I don't want to see the Brooklyn Nets 
advanced Frankenstein team. I want to see <laughs> I want to see Giannis and Chris and Drew going to the finals this year. That's that's I'm just putting my cards on the table, not my basketball cards, my picking cards. I wish Milwaukee, but but you know, so I'm not saying Bryn Forbes, but I am going to say here's here's five buys. Number five for this week, Denver Zone Monte Morris. Monte Morris, and despite the fact that he went one for ten, yikes, who picks a dude that shot one for ten last night? Well, I'm doing it, because they're going to tell him to keep shooting, and it's, it's, he's one of the reasons why they got past uh, the first round challenges that they had with Portland, because Monte Morris came off the bench and had more than 20 points in two huge games. And I I think I've told you, I had never heard of Monte Morris. Most of you had never heard of Monte Morris. But he did it. And he's going to do it again. That's what you who buy lottery tickets are hoping for. You hope that a guy who's got like a barely, like the pop count is zero, by the way. I don't think anybody's ever graded a Monte Morris card. I don't care what it's one of one, you know, silver... Uh, cracked ice, blah blah, tiger blood, whatever. <laughs> like I, you know, there's no, there's no way anybody's graded a Monte Morris card. But here he is coming off the bench, and he could do it tomorrow night, you guys. So go ahead, jump in on the Monte Morris train and say, hey, I got a lottery ticket. Rebound pulled down by Divincenzo. Middleton out of the corner for three, and that's the third of the game for Middleton. Quick strike ability. Number four on this week's five buys list. I'm going to give you a little choose your own adventure. I'm just going to say number four on this countdown are Clippers. Clippers. And for some of you guys that like a safer investment, I would still say Kawhi Leonard is a good deal right now. As lots of cards in the market have been beat down, but Kawhi has never gotten the credit he deserves. And now is the time to buy back in before Kawhi, Paul George... Terrence Mann and Marcus Morris, all the guys. I mean, wow. What an incredible team. Uh, the Clippers are able to come back like that. Just come back against Luka and the Mavericks. That was incredible. From a 3-2 deficit and to play the way they did. I'm saying watch the Clippers. I, I believe they are going to meet a tough, tough test in the Utah Jazz. But Kawhi Leonard right now is a bargain, cards-wise. If you're not so much into goats and you're a little bit more risky, I would say Paul George has the most to gain from a Clippers Finals appearance. I mean, think about it. If the Clippers do somehow make it out of the West, and suppose they just hit their stride and they're just going to stay up in that rarefied air, they're going to blitz through Utah in six or seven games... They're going to blitz through the winner of Denver and Phoenix in six or seven games. And Paul George, I mean, I mean, just functionally, he's going to have to step up for that to even happen. And he can. And he will. And perhaps the fact that people are down on him or, be, or he was like big joke at whether or not Luke is going to give him his jersey or not. And everybody seemed to jump in on that and think it was funny, even though he got the jersey trade anyway after the game like you're supposed to. I don't understand really, besides the fact that he's been a sidekick to Russell Westbrook and now Kawhi. So maybe that's why, but Paul George is such a well-rounded, high-score, clutch, versatile player, and now it's just time for him to do it on a big stage, and if he does, kaboom. 
see what I did there. If he does, man, the, the, his cards could just skyrocket. And he could be that guy. I've talked a lot about They could take the next step. Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, blah, 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 blah. Well, Paul George is one of those. And he has a chance to, I mean, he is, he is, it would be no surprise for him to be the Clippers' leading scorer over these next 12 to 15 games. And uh, it would do wonders for his reputation and take him up to a higher level of, hey, maybe this is a, this is a, a, an alpha dog. This is a, a guy who really is worth building your team around or worth investing at least more in. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, and if you're even more risky and you're thinking Clippers here at four on five buys, then Terrence Mann, take a flyer. Take a flyer on Terrence Mann. He's in the rotation for them for the playoffs. He can score, play defense. He's young. He's a bargain. A lot of people don't even know who he is yet. I mean, he's, he's right up there with Monte Morris and Bryn Forbes and Shake Milton. And I mean, if that's what you want to do, if you want to look in people's 50-cent boxes for Terrence Mann's at the next card, card show, I wouldn't fault you. And if you have those... 50 cent or dollar boxes and you just threw some Terrence Mann optics or mosaics in there, get those out of there. You can put them back in in, in a week if they don't make it. But Terrence Mann, he's, he steps up and he gets 25 tomorrow night. Or is it tonight? It's tonight. Oh. 33 points here already in this third quarter. Oh, SGA goes end to end in the scoop and score at the buzzer. Guys, imagine this. I just realized that all of my five buys candidates for this week are from the Western. Co- oh, wait, wait. There is one Eastern Conference. Never mind. Four out of five, so 80%. So maybe I should be thinking more about uh, the Sixers, maybe the the Brooklyn Nets, and you like Joe Harris, and you think that's a good deal, maybe. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I really love uh, Chris Middleton, and I, I hope that the Bucks aren't going to get, but it doesn't look good. Anyhow, let's get on to number three, back to the Western Conference. Dun-dun-dun! DeAndre Ayton! Man, DeAndre, you have, you, you're the guy, right? Look at all these guys from the 2018 rookie class. How often we go, oh, Luca, oh, Trey, well, actually we should. Those are great players. But DeAndre Ayton is a major reason the Suns are not only at this at this uh, second round, but they but they beat the Nuggets. They have a big man who can run the floor, score, rebound, stay active on defense, keep guys like the Joker occupied, or at least make them work, you know, on the defensive end. And I think that's going to help them. I think here's a guy that it seems like no matter what style of play the Suns choose to go with, he can score and he can rebound, and he's old enough now and mature enough now to, uh, how can I say this, to take on just about anybody. So, you know, would I put him against Embiid? No. Would I put him against the Joker? No. But he's better than most guys in that situation, and he really, really balances the floor well for the Suns. So I like him as an investment. I think while everybody is is chasing after, like, look at his own team. Everybody's chasing after Devin Booker, as they should. Everybody is talking about Chris Paul or Mikhail Bridges or boy Cam Johnson. What a sleeper that would be if you invested. 
you won't do it. You'd be like, Cam Johnson, why is he even mentioned? I don't know. Forget I ever said it, okay? Back to DeAndre Ayton. For me, he seems like, of the 2018 class guys, uh, low risk, pretty decent reward, still. And uh, he's overlooked on his own team. He's overlooked in his own rookie class. No problem, you'll just keep noticing year after year after year. He'll be that center in the playoffs going 20 and 10, some games 25 and 15. Maybe he winds up being the constant on the Suns for a long time. That's the other thing. Look at the longevity of this kid. What is he, 21, 22 with Booker? How many how many playoff runs will these guys have in the next 10 years? And you'll be like, yeah, I heard this podcast back in 21 that said, hey, buy DeAndre Ayton and hold him for 10 years. It's not a bad idea. Hold on to your butts. All right, now we get to number two, and this time I will go with Eastern Conference guy. Got to get one Eastern Conference guy in. You know, I can't sneak in a few words about, hey, what a great deal Julius Randle is card-wise right now because everybody's given up on him. And, boy, imagine the steals you could find on LeBron cards in a week or two. And Anthony Davis rookies, they'll be at, an, they'll be at like a, a dip that you can buy in a couple weeks. But, no, I'm going to talk about Trey Young. I'm going to talk about the man with the swag, the mouth, and the game to back it up. I'm going to talk about the guy who is keeping the playoffs a primetime attraction right now with his scoring, with his passing, with his just overall um, finesse, passion for the game. I don't know. Um, And I'll just say all this. I don't like him, but he's great. (laughs) He's great. And he's that guy that of a lot of players we could have made a list of, you know, three months ago, we could have said, Man, what's it going to be like when this guy, Luca, gets deeper in the playoffs? Zion makes the playoffs. John Morant wins the playoff series. Well, none of that stuff happened. And here we are sitting here looking at Trey Young in prime time, winning, like winning basketball games, taking, taking Atlanta, just putting this team on his back. And they look, well, they look like serious contenders. What what planet are we on, you guys? The Hawks are contenders. I mean, Trey Young is the reason, and he's exciting, and he's still affordable. That's the, that's the only reason I'm saying this. I, I had John Collins on my list almost. I, you know, I wonder what the Hawks are doing with Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hunter if they even need him anymore. Like I, I wonder if if either Bogdanovich would be a good buy right now. But it's Trey Young. It's the front page news. It's the it's the potential he has to be the MVP of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Oh, my word. And he's a household name. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows his game. They know what he's got. And he's like, he's delivering. <laughs> he is delivering it. So do I think the Hawks are going to the finals? You know, probably not. Would it be fun to watch this kid take on the Brooklyn Nets in a in a the, the Eastern Finals, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. That would be a blast. I think he might get swept, but it would still, still be fun. And uh, it'd be part of the learning curve that people might say, hey, everybody's got to take their lumps. What if he's the next? Yeah. Don't say Michael Jordan. Please stop comparing people to Michael Jordan. You know, because then after that, they have to like upgrade and try to compare him to LeBron James, and that's not fair either. All right, this would be the point in our episode where I would stop and tell you, hey, here's the guys 
Here's the picks that I have for these uh, second round playoff series. All right, so let me let me just go ahead and and pick, and I, I have the luxury of knowing Brooklyn's already ahead two zero. So I'll pick Brooklyn in five. Again, I love Milwaukee, but I just think Durant and Kyrie have been saving a little something something for for June. Here it is. I I. Again, not rooting for it to happen, but it, it looks like it's already happening. And I hope I'm wrong. Would not surprise me if Milwaukee evens the series up here to 2-2, right? So, you know, just hold on. Maybe, I, let me do this. I'll say it in six, Brooklyn in six. It's easy for someone like me to get on here and be like, hey, they're already up 2 nothing. Well, two home games. So let's see what they got. Milwaukee, you got to get two wins. Get two wins here. Atlanta and Philly. Atlanta's already up 1-0. And <laughs> they are firing on all cylinders. And Embiid's health comes and goes. He's going to step up like he did. I think this series goes seven. And, wow, I'm going to say Philly in seven. And I'm leaning on Ben Simmons. I'm leaning on them having more playoff experience. I'm, I, just, I just don't think one game ruins Philadelphia's season as the number one seed. So... So I'm going Philly in seven, Brooklyn in six. Let's go to the Western Conference, Utah and the Lakers. That starts tonight at 10. Woo! This might be the best of four incredible series. I love this matchup uh, for a lot of reasons. But I'm going to go Utah in seven, and here's why. I'm going to say Utah has the more balanced, deep roster. I'm going to say they haven't looked shaky as the Clippers have. Uh, the Clippers struggled to seven-game win over Dallas. So I'm going with uh, Utah here in Kawhi, Kawhi's still playing, right? I'm going with Utah in seven. And I'm thinking Rudy Gobert uh, just wears down the opponent over the course of this series. And Donovan Mitchell hits big shot after big shot. I was thinking Utah in six, but I'll go Utah in seven. Who are you picking? And then uh, let's go Denver and Phoenix. Wow. I, again, have the benefit of knowing Phoenix won 1-0. I think if Jamal Murray is here for this series, then I would go with Denver. But it's pretty even now, and Michael Porter Jr. is hit or miss. Now, what I say by hit or miss is either he's 20 points or 40 points, 20 points or 40 points. I know what we're going to get from the Joker. I, I think I know that there's a solid uh, supporting cast, but I'm going to go with Phoenix here in seven. Did I just pick a bunch of seven game series? Phoenix in seven, Utah in six or seven, Brooklyn in six. And Philly in seven. A lot of fun ahead. Let's go to number one on the five buys list. Number one on the five buys. And here is a player who, I mean, he's he has had um, a fairly easy playoff so far. Fairy, fairly, fairy. <laughs> he's a fairy. Good luck with that pick. <laughs> no, he's, he's, um, he's had a fairly easy playoffs so far. And that's because he's only had to play, you know, a short number of uh, like minutes per game. This guy is averaging 28 and a half minutes per game in four playoff appearances. 
And yet, 28 and a half points, six assists, 40% from three, 45% from the field, more than a steal a game. And I'm just seeing in the next two, maybe three series, this player does make the jump. We've seen a handful of guys who didn't make the jump. Lillard, Luca, Ja. Well, Donovan Mitchell is my number one on five guys. This dude will make the jump. He will make all the big shots. He will put the Jazz on his back in those key moments in the fourth quarter when they need someone to go basket for basket with Kawhi and Paul George. Um, the nice thing about him this year, Donovan Mitchell is surrounded with superstars who can score. Jordan Clarkson, Bogdanovich, Conley, Gobert. Now, I know Conley's out for game one. I know this. The problem I have with the Clippers is after Leonard and George, you're looking, a, you're looking at a whole lot of meh. Like I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to make something out of Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris having a big series. And I did mention Terrence Mann, but guys, look at the rest of Utah's lineup. Like look at guys three through eight, Bogdanovich, Conley, Gobert, Ingles. We're looking at, we're looking at anywhere between four and seven guys, even Derek Favors. You're looking at some guys who are, are big time. They know their roles. They can score in bunches if they have to. I mean, it would not surprise me if someone's saying, yeah, Boyan Bogdanovich should be your pick, Gary. Here's a guy that could average 20 plus and, and lead his team, really. I mean, we know what we're going to get from Mitchell, 30 a night. But I think some of these Donovan Mitchell games, you're going to see 40, 45, 50, just like he did last season against Denver in an unforgettable series. Donovan Mitchell is going to do it again. And unless Kawhi, Kawhi's averaging 32 points a game for the playoffs, okay? So this is not going to be easy, but I'm picking Donovan Mitchell as the number one buy, and here's why. His cards are a steal right now. I just went on eBay a few minutes ago and looked at some of his prism base rookies, and I know we're talking about, like, cards that aren't so hot right now of his are lower than they've been in almost a year, maybe more than a year. Donovan Mitchell is a guy I'm personally invested in, I'm recommending people invest in, and I'm seeing him as a long-term superstar. He just is. This guy, and actually this team, Utah, they're going to be contenders for the finals every year for quite a while. This team stay healthy. This team stay together. This team continue to uh, level up and approach these big moments, these big games. They got the number one seed, and it doesn't seem to phase them. They've got a chip on their shoulder, really. The whole league has been dissing them for a year. And guys, if you listen to the previous Five Buys episodes, you know, I've probably mentioned Donovan Mitchell before. I don't know. I'm just saying dude is still a buy. He's still great. And uh, I think it's fitting to enter the second round saying, you know what? Uh, Before he drops, I mean, Mike Conley's not playing tonight. Guess who's going to be facilitating the offense a bit more? Well, Joe Ingles, but also Donovan Mitchell. So there's my man, number one on the five buys list. I could have gone, hey, look at the guys that just got knocked out and find some deals like the Joker and LeBron and Luka. And wait, the Joker's not out. I can't believe I just said that. He's not out. Come on. Wake up, Gary. It's your podcast. Let's go. All right. Seriously. Donovan Mitchell, number one on the five buys list. Got to hurry. He'll step back three. Oh! 
finish line, parked himself in the corner, and all of a sudden it's a four-point game. Hey everybody, that's a wrap for this episode of Hoops and Cards. Thanks for listening. I'm Gary, your host. Love Hoops and Cards Nation. I think we can call ourselves a nation now. Uh, (laughs) It's great to be with you several times a week. I hope you are enjoying, loving the playoffs. And don't, don't miss some of this action tonight as the Utah Jazz and Clippers start off this epic battle. Uh, it's going to be great. It is going to be great. Find us at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, at Cards underscore Hoops on Twitter. Email me anytime, guys. Direct message on Insta or email me, hoopsandcardspodcast at gmail.com. Guys, seriously, uh, I know it's a time when we are discouraged and don't spend money right now unless it's cards money or unless it's uh, a deal you're willing to sit with long term. In fact, those players that I recommended here in this episode, like Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell, you know, if I buy a card, one of those guys, and uh, even if they go go crazy during the playoffs and I decide to hold on, uh, those cards are going to drop in the offseason. But I'm willing to hold them for quite a while. In fact, I'm willing to buy raw and send to PSA or anywhere else, get them graded and say, you know what? A year from now, two years from now, three years from now, I'll want to hold on to that DeAndre Ayton card. It's just good to know what you what you are expecting from that money. If it's a quick flip, okay, then buy. And as he has several big games, then sell, you know? Um, if it's you want something that's a solid investment, a lot of you guys are like looking to uh, podcasts and resources like this to help you make sound investing decisions. Well, any anybody who's investing uh, and just kind of balanced about we can't predict the future, right? Says says things like, "Hey, um, yeah, there are risks involved, and yeah, I'm buying with the possibility of a short term flip, but if I get stuck with the bag." I like I like this bag for a while. I like these players I recommended to you today. I would hold on to Terrence Mann rookies probably for four or five years. Okay, so these are these are players these are players with some staying power in situations where their their team's going to be back in the playoffs next year and the year after that and the year after that. If you can tell me when the Atlanta Hawks are going to be done making the playoffs on an annual basis, like you. You could start your own podcast, you know. There's there's room. I said it. There's room in this hobby. Guys, it's been great being with you. This is Gary Hoops and Cards signing off. See you next time. <laughs>